Hopping Across the Moon. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Tim Crane, co-founder, vice president of R&D, and chief technologist at Intuitive Machines. Welcome, Tim. Hey, Tanya. How are you doing? Great. Um, thanks for coming back. So how did the company start? What does Intuitive Machines do? Well, we started as a think tank uh, in 2013. My co-founders, uh, Steve Altimus and Cam Gaffarian and I, wanted to apply the best of human spaceflight engineering and all that knowledge that we built up through the 60s, 70s, 80s, um, ways to handle life support, propulsion, um, systems engineering. And we thought that that had a broad appeal for coming up with solutions in aerospace, energy, and medicine. And so we started as a think tank in 2013, but when um, NASA started their commercial lunar payload services program uh, a little bit over two years ago, we couldn't resist the lure of coming back to focus uh, on lunar exploration and being part of, of opening up a cislunar economy. And so now we are focused uh, like a laser on the moon. So tell us about your mission to demonstrate extreme mobility on the lunar surface by hopping. So um, I was visiting JPL a couple of years ago and uh, talking to a colleague of mine out there, um, Andrew Johnson, who worked on their precision landing system for Ingenuity. And they had this great camera that they used to land the, the, the rover that then they never used again. And, and it just, it bugged the engineer in me. I said, oh my gosh, you built this perfect camera system. And we use a camera system uh, in some similar ways on, on our lander to do precision landing and hazard avoidance. And in a brainstorming session for how we might access um, a crater, we said, well, what if we just flew our lander and hopped it into, into a crater after landing next to it, and then we hop back out? Well, the math doesn't work on that because the lander's too heavy because it had to have all of the support system to get you to the surface of the moon to begin with, mainly the propulsion tanks. Um, but our navigation system was perfect for that. So what we decided to do was to put our navigation system our cameras, our INU, on a smaller spacecraft that would then sit on our bigger spacecraft. And then when we land the lander, it detaches and takes the same camera we used to land and we fly that micro Nova. So the Nova C is the main lander and then attached to it like a, like a, a miniature version of itself is the micro Nova. Once we land, we detach, we fly and land next to the Nova to do some checkouts. And then that what we call hopper can hop into a nearby crater. Um, it can fly um, survey lines back and forth to make measurements. It can fly 3D measurement profiles to collect science data. But really, if you think about it, it's a lot like a drone. But since there's no atmosphere at the moon, we had to make it a, a miniature spacecraft with rockets in lieu of, say, propellers like you'd see on the Mars helicopter. What challenges exist when you take an extended trip away from your lunar surface home base, like perhaps out of the direct line of sight? And how did you ever overcome them? Well, when you're talking about uh, these autonomous and automated systems, uh, one, of the, one of the challenges you, you always face is where do you drive the line in autonomy? How smart do you make the vehicle to handle the, the outlier cases? And so one of the big challenges is maintaining line of sight communication or reestablishing it. And so if we're flying on a two hop um, transit to the edge of a crater, 
and we lose communication before we expect to, how do we recover? You know, do we follow breadcrumbs back to where we last had communication? Do you proceed on, uh, on mission to get to a point where you expect to reestablish communication? Spend a lot of time on the fault detection and recovery schemes for that very scenario. Very scenario. But the vehicle is fully automated because we do expect to fly out of line of sight into one of these permanently shadowed regions, these dark craters that nobody's ever seen before, take science data, take images, use our landing system to maybe even land safely at the bottom of one of those craters, and then fly back and reestablish communication. So this idea of losing communication and reestablishing it is already built into our nominal mission by the fact that we're going into these extreme crater locations out of sight of the lander. Lunar dust is always an issue for surface operations. With no atmosphere to blow the regolith away, how do you handle dust when designing machines with moving parts and optics? Yeah, absolutely. And, and optics really for us on this mission is the one that, that worries us the most. So one of the tricks we do is we, we use the vehicle itself uh, as a shield uh, for the optics, the way we've placed the optics um allows the the dust that gets blown up by the propulsion system to to some extent be occulted by the the lander mass or the the micro lander mass so we're we're clever about that uh, we have some electromagnetic mitigation techniques that we're researching on our first mission to use a charge to blow statically uh, attached dust off the lens and so we'll be testing some of those techniques on our our first mission for the hopper or the Micronova in 2022. All right, Tim, where can we go to find out more about your work or maybe even just buy one of your impressive company t-shirts? Well, so we do have a, uh, an intuitive machines brand on Amazon and uh, uh, I try to keep up. I have a, a whole closet full of them now. Our, our team is very creative. They put some great stuff up there. So you can find everything from, from tank tops to hoodies. Um, so that's on Amazon. Uh, to keep up with the company, we have a very active Twitter account. So Twitter, LinkedIn are both great places to see what's going on with Intuitive Machines. We're very prolific. Josh Marshall, our, uh, our PR lead, uh, he walks around, I think, with a video camera attached to his, his head because uh, he's always generating content of our engine testing, our spacecraft assembly, our training in our operations center. So more than just the lander, Tanya, we have a full program to go to the moon. We have our own tracking network. We have our own operations center. We have our own control room. Um, we have our spacecraft, of course, but we built all those up to support these lunar missions for NASA and for other customers. And Josh has a great job of, of collecting video and stills that the people can find on our Twitter page and, and really see what's going on inside Intuitive Machines. All right. Well, it sounds like the next step is to try to find him on TikTok, right? I'm just kidding. Anyway, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Josh is probably a TikTok kind of guy. Probably. Dr. Tim Crane, co-founder, vice president of R&D and chief technologist at Intuitive Machines. Thanks again for joining us, Tim. You bet, Tanya. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on ZDNet, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at TanyaHall.net. Thanks for watching.